We're back. We are. Aaron, hmm? is it your 50th birthday? Mm, not even close. Right. But it's the show's <laughs> 50th birthday. Episodes, that is. Yep. <laughs> Fair point. Actually, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. 50th episode birthday. <laughs> Two years mm-hmm. of doing the show, though. Dang, dude. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's flown by. It has flown by. I, I, yeah. Really, I went back and I was like, have we really been doing this two years already? But we have. Yeah. With it, some uh, amazing guests and amazing people. Yep. Getting the notifications on like Instagram and Facebook of like one year ago today. It's like, what? No. Yeah. That was like six yeah. months ago, five months ago. Yeah. No, we've been doing it for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously the current situation has kind of put us back in a learner status, right? Mm. Yeah. Um, we're having to figure some stuff out as we go. We tried to do a live stream show and had some audio issues that we mm-hmm. struggled to overcome. Um, fortunately, we were actually able to capture the audio, um, and so we have that. So this is the audio from our quote unquote live stream <laughs> episode that nearly I'm killed us. To share. Yeah, yeah it, <laughs> it felt like it. Um, so what we yeah. we were gonna do a live show, like truly a live show, right? Yep. And then mm-hmm. the pandemic stuff happened. And so we decided to do this and we got some of our label mates, network mates, what do you from the voice press? Um and we had every single show represented and everybody hung out. It was yep. the first time for all of us to be in a room together. And uh I end up having to troubleshoot some sound and still fail, but was trying to troubleshoot sound <laughs> issues. And um, so Brian Fitton from the Go Rogue podcast kind of took over and and sort of hosted and carried us through. Um, and so I thought he did a good job of that. And it was cool to like hear, you know, as I was doing stuff, like listen to you guys kind of like give feedback on each of the shows. Like Aaron, your, you know, your responses on Look What I Did um, and just hearing like your experience through your eyes. Like that's a great moment to have. And I think all the shows, it was really cool mm-hmm. to have everybody in the room. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. So um, that's this show. We're super excited to bring it to you. Mm-hmm. You can go to thevoicepress.com and you can check out every one of the shows that, that are featured here. Adoptive Mom, George's Live Majestic Lounge, Beats by Travis, Action mm-hmm. Orson, Go Rogue, go and of Rogue. course ourselves. Um, yep. That's just a good portal to to catch like the latest episode from those, those shows. Or if you can't remember the name later, you can always go to the voice press. And of course, you know, we'll expand mm-hmm. that lineup as other cool shows appear. Um, and there, and there's more interesting stuff that we plan to do. In fact, we finished this show and everybody starts talking about like, we should do a real live show once we can. Right. And that would be mm-hmm. so much fun. Uh, like it would be a blast. Get, yeah. Yeah. It like a live stage show with that group, that group. It's such a good group of people. Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. It was. Um, it was. It was a neat hearing their perspectives on what they do because it's some of the stuff that you'd never get to ask or yeah. hear that they don't yeah. talk about. So it was good. Yeah. It was good. And we've all been doing it for a while, so there there were some yep. stories and some experience, and you know mm-hmm. we've had. I think every show's had some real highs, and and we've all had some struggles that we faced as well. And mm-hmm. um, but it, it was just a super fun experience. We we all enjoyed it enough that. Uh, so much so really that there was automatically talk of like, Hey, let's figure out how to get the sound right. And let's do that live stream. Um, mm-hmm. So we may, we may do a live stream in the future that might not come out as a show. It might just be Patreon content or something, but yep. 
uh, get everybody together and do that again because it, it was just fun to have that group in a room. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Hey, think, uh, yeah. Speak. Speaking of Patreon, real quick. Mm-hmm. There's some people that should be getting some things, or they have them already. Aaron, I am in the process of mailing out the last Ooh. of the dance videos today. Dang. So. You, sir, have <laughs> called it correctly. If you are, what Aaron's talking about is that recently we've been giving any of our normal Patreon con- content uh, just kind of openly to everybody, right? Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. so we wanted to do something special for the people that do support the show because that that financial support is what makes the show possible. It pays yeah. for our hosting. It pays for new upgraded equipment, right? Mm-hmm. Um some of the things that we've had to do just to kind of like cope with the pandemic situation yeah. comes out of that. So uh, anyway, Aaron, out of the kindness of his heart, provided every patron supporter a personal dance video. And I've had the chance to watch these, Aaron. Oh my gosh. It is the best delight on the planet. Like <laughs> the fact that I'm sitting on this treasure trove of dance videos for you mm-hmm. And they're funny, and they're good, and they're like <laughs> they're really, really good. Um, it like I, I almost started supporting the show. <laughs> <laughs> I I almost quit. I, first first off, to all of our patron supporters, I want to just say thank you, but also I'm sorry. Is that <laughs> look at it for the comedic value and not pure talent because there is none. <laughs> I will say to everybody. Um, this was Aaron so far outside of his comfort zone. It's unreal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, he, what, he, mm. I feel like I strong armed you into it, but you were such a good sport about it. And really they are good, but I think people need to understand, like we might as well have just asked <laughs> you to build a house by yourself over the weekend for like how much you really wanted to do this. Uh, it, it, uh, it was a challenge for sure. Um, I did have a good time while making them. I did a lot of research and these are all loosely based on that research because <laughs> there's only one that I actually, I think, got right. And the amount of frustration and words that came out of my mouth were, it was at a high level. Um, so whoever gets that, I'd love to hear because these were sent out. You know, I had no idea who's getting what. Yes, yeah, so I've I, just been going down in order, yep. right? Like mm-hmm. as they come in the box, I just send one out, send one out. Uh, um, yeah. And I got a big dump today, I think, or yesterday of like 23. And so it's just like, mm-hmm. just go. So everybody should get yeah. uh, their yeah. their single one today. Um, yeah. <laughs> and maybe <laughs> in the future, we'll do like a big stitch together one and make that a patron only content though. Like uh, but everybody could see mm-hmm. all of the dances just like. Back to back. That would be the greatest. Yeah. I think we need to let this minutes of my life. Let this soak in for a little while. Oh no, 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 no. It'll be down the road. And then and then uh then release it because this is something I haven't shown these videos to anyone (laughs) to keep it to keep it to keep it private, you know, for our Patreon supporters only. No, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Other than Daniel, I've had people go, So what'd you do? I was like, I can't share. I can't show you. Number one, I had a I had a few that I was proud of, but also like I'm just like I want this to matter to the people getting it. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Thank you. They're in a vault. They're in a vault of my computer. <laughs> You'd have to break in and steal my computer. Um, let's the correct thank computer. Yeah. Our top patrons, though. Ooh. While we're at it, um, with words and and not the body language. Um, <laughs> 
I'm I'm I I can't talk. I'm I'm muted. If it's body language is a thing, I just can't talk. I'm Helen Keller. Oh no, that's not okay. All right, All right. let's hear it. Thank you, Catherine, Cindy, Shelley, Jeremy, Chelsea, Jennifer, Brian, Kaylee, Travis, Tyler, Lindsay, Jesse, Sean, Holly Hill, Allison, and Brian. Thank you. You're Thank great. You. Yeah. No, you really are. Um, and and plenty of other people that support as well. Um, thank you guys oh, so yeah. much. And if you find yourself in a spot where you can support the show, you can do it for as little as a dollar a month. And mm-hmm. I we do different rewards for level of support, but yeah. so far all of the like kind of special things we've done for patrons, we've done for everybody. So just yeah. one dollar. Um, mm-hmm. we've done handmade walnut wood coasters, dance videos from Aaron, uh hand drawn if you want to call it that cards uh from me while I was in Germany. Yeah. Like um and like you're paying a dollar, right? And you're supporting yes. the show, but uh every once in a while we put out something that I think truly is like, you know, as long as we can do it. Um, yeah, a hand, yeah. not handmade maybe, but like a, a personally <laughs> created thing, right? Um, yes. So if you guys can do that, that would be fantastic. It goes a long way and it means a lot. Uh, and the other thing you can do is go to lookwhatidid.net and you can pick up a t-shirt. You yep. can pick up uh, some stickers. We have some posters. So there's some mm-hmm. things there. And you can also... Even if you don't listen on to iTunes, you can actually go to uh, pod like iTunes podcasts and leave a review there, and that means the world oh, yeah. to us. Um, we wouldn't be where we are today without those reviews, without you guys telling oh, people so about the show. Mm-hmm. So uh, if those other things aren't something that you can do or it's not something that you're interested in, share the show. That's something Please. everybody can do. It yep. means the world to us, um, and, and we love doing this, and we look forward to doing it for as long as people keep listening. So Yeah, yeah. Without further ado... The voice press on Look What I Did. Enjoy. This is where things might get weird. Hopefully, we're not having hard. Nope, we're good. We're good. Hey, we're live. Hey, (laughs) hey, everybody, we're live to us. Everyone, we 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 might give it a minute or two. I'm alive. Somebody's alive. Yes. Cue the Pearl Jam, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Alex is back from being little. Um, Okay, yeah. So uh, this is the Look What I Did two-year anniversary 50th episode live show. Super excited to have everybody here. And we brought our friends. I thought we'd start by introducing everybody. So um, everybody on this came together and is kind of the inaugural 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 class of the voice press. Um, and so we invited everybody to come hang out with us tonight. Super excited to have everybody. So I thought we would just start with uh, Alex and introduce yourself. Sure. Well, I'm Alex Hitton. I host the Adoptive Mom podcast. So it's pretty, uh, you know, the name kind of says it all. It's really just focusing on adoptive moms. And what we go through as we, uh, as our, you know, our journey unfolds of adoption, there's, there's so many resources out there for adoptive parenting and for how we can, you know, understand our kids better and how we can just do better in general. And those are all so necessary and great and awesome. But, uh, my show just focuses on keeping our eyes on the adoptive mom and how we can, uh, I don't know, protect her heart and keep her going. So that is what I do. Cool. 
Aaron, we know who you are. Uh, well, we can, well, actually, I guess there's other audience members. Aaron, go ahead. Hi, I'm Aaron, and I'm a co-host of uh, Look What I Did, a bi-weekly podcast of conversations with creators. And Dan and I have been friends for a long time. Everyone knows that, I think, that listens or hopefully is watching. Maybe some of the people that are also on here with us today will know that. Uh, we're just extremely thankful for everyone listening and keeping us going for the last 50 plus episodes for two years. It's awesome. Thank you. So there, right. Yep. And I'm Daniel, the other half of look what I did. Same show, same thing. Um, but super excited to have everybody together and, uh, celebrating, you know, a year of the voice press actually in, in tears of our show. So Carter. Hey, I'm Carter Dean. I'm uh, one half of the hosting team of uh, Action Orson. We're uh, a podcasting team. We're based out of Los Angeles, California, uh, formerly from New York City. Uh, that was a pretty recent change. But we host uh, Action Orson is a pop culture film, cult movie podcast. Um, o is a screenwriter. And uh, I'm a kind of an actor and I do sound design for film and for theater. Uh, we're currently doing a series we're calling the alphabetical film viewing series where we go letters A through Z um, down the alphabet. We're, we're reviewing films uh, from every era of, of the age of cinema all the way back to the twenties and to now um, there can never be a repeat director uh, or re- we try not to repeat kind of themes. Um, and we're about a quarter of the way through that. Um, but yeah, we've been going for, I guess we're about to approach two years as well as a team. Um, but yeah, Oh, sorry, he couldn't make it. Yeah. Uh, Travis. <laughs> yes. You're up for introductions. So I have two podcasts. I am the host of the George's Live podcast, which is the official podcast of George's Majestic Lounge, a music venue located on Dixon Street. Um, anybody that lives around Northwest Arkansas is probably familiar with it. It's a Consequence of Sound Top 100 venue. And I get to interview artists that are coming through and a lot of local bands and a lot of people that are around the local music scene and influencers. And I also have the Beats by Travis podcast, which is um, kind of centered around music business. And I have a lot of musicians on, but I also have some friends on. And it's kind of an outlet for me to share some pointers that I've picked up in the with my music background from touring in bands, but also from being in the hospitality hospitality field, from being a bar manager and uh, managing music venues and stuff. So it's kind of uh, behind the scenes, you know. So it's it's catered to help the DIY artists to help them with their career. Lauren, <laughs> me, <laughs> her. <laughs> Well, hey, I'm Lauren Lewis, and I am a co-host on the Do Marketing Differently podcast. It is an awesome podcast where we talk about doing marketing differently from social media to video to podcasting. Um, We just kind of cover it all. Um, And I co-host with Brian Fitton. Finger guns. Finger guns. (laughs) Shooter McGavin style. (laughs) That was your cue. <laughs> oh, it was my cue. Okay. Hey. Hey, hey. Brian, go hey. ahead. I'm the. <laughs> Thanks, Aaron. Hey. Uh, 
Yeah, so that's what we do. We talk about doing marketing differently because we truly believe that giving value is going to help build your brand. So you should give away uh, the best kept secrets. And we interview lots of experts and different people here in the field and uh, surround ourselves with really uh, smart people is what we try to do. So that's why Daniel is on the podcast, right, Daniel? Yeah. So I'm troubleshooting, so there's going to be a weird mix of like, what's happening? What's going on? Yeah, but I was definitely doing something, whatever you said. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's going to be very easy to get me to lose the game today. <laughs> well, we've definitely enjoyed it. It's been, a, it's been a great ride. We produce a lot of podcasts and help a lot of people and a lot of businesses, specifically in the B2B space. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's, uh, we try to do marketing differently. So yeah, Lauren said it all. I'll be quiet now. So we'll stop for one second and just ask if if audio has been fixed. We had a bit of an audio snafu, it sounds like, or didn't sound like. Not for you guys, um, for the audience. I can hear it here. Okay, so you're, you can hear everybody? I can hear it too, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, all right, so hopefully we have that fixed. Okay, um, so I just wanted to start off with uh, feel free to ask us questions. Um, Aaron's an open book. He'll answer anything you want to know. Mm, uh, wow. And <laughs> yes. If yeah. I don't so, answer, I will make it up. I'm but, excited you know. now. Yeah. So, so if the, uh, yeah, even if, you know, other people from the voice press have a question, um, a quick background on the, on the voice press, it was something that was started to kind of bring podcasts together and kind of help develop that community, um, both locally and, you know, hopefully across the nation, bring in kind of independently produced podcasts that are done really well. Um, so everybody on here, uh, was willing to take a chance on just kind of like throwing their hat in the ring and cross promoting each other. And, um, it's been a great group to work with. And it, like for me, it was something that I wanted because when we started, we just didn't have a resource to go to or to talk to. Um, and so we wanted to put something like that out there. Um, and so I'm super happy to be working with everybody here because in my opinion, they're some of the best podcasts in the country, honestly. Um, and I really enjoy listening to everybody and, uh, hearing what you guys are doing. Action Orson is fantastic and has had Aaron's brother on there a couple times. Yeah. That's how we um, met. Yeah. 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 And, uh, you know, Travis does just an amazing music podcast and like he he puts it under this music umbrella, but it, it has a lot of great like marketing elements to it, um, business elements to it as well. And you know, Aaron and I talk all the time about uh, how podcasting is a lot like being in a band because that's our background. Right. And so we get a lot of information there. And there's definitely times that I have called Aaron and been like. Brian Fitton just said on his podcast that we should be doing it this way on our social media marketing. So we've got to change this up. <laughs> so, Way to go, Brian. <laughs> right. Um, and then Alex, who's shrinking in her corner for some reason, is a uh, like her podcast is just incredible. And and so many people listen to it. And it's uh, this constant kind of fun back and forth, I think, on who's doing what with their Patreon <laughs> program and how they can make it better. <laughs> um, I'll listen to Alex's show and it's just like that was the best idea ever. Like, why didn't we think of that first? So, um, Aaron's putting out dance videos for all of our Patreons supporters right now, Alex. So I'd like to see what you're going to do to the top of that. Whoa. I'm just throwing that challenge out there. If you can dance, oh, okay, well, well, I'll just, I'll just make Brian do it. I'll say that he'll karaoke or dance to any song. You become a $7 supporter on Patreon. 
Perfect. That's what I did with my husband. Um. Yeah. Well, exactly. the best way to get that to happen is just to drop it on him une unexpectedly. I did do it in the live stream. I was like, let's just do this. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron's face just. Like, the look on your face was priceless, Aaron. Yeah. So, uh, I think kind of a, a fun. Um, a fun thing to start like what's been the craziest thing for you in podcasting because i think everybody on here has been going for two plus years or more right so mm -hmm. you've been doing it for a while alex what's your craziest story in, in podcasting um man i think that when i was able to um have a like the season five launch party and do my first live show that was really crazy and cool and just seeing how many people showed up and um just the, the community that really rallied around. I mean, I had people travel to come to it and it was just really neat um, and encouraging just that this podcast could do stuff and that it wasn't just like a little side project, but it was actually like helping people. And that was just really neat to see. Um, that was pretty crazy. Uh, also just the, like the caliber guests that I've been able to get on the show and I'm still like, they're going to be on my show. Oh my goodness. And so, uh, yeah, craziness all around. And then you just had I, I I won't reveal, but you you have a pretty big guest for an upcoming episode as well, right? I do. Uh, Monday is that um yeah someone who's been on lots and lots of network television. Is yes. is that the biggest guest you've had on the show? Um, you know I don't probably followers wise like social media, but it's really hard because you know I had Leanne Tui on the show. And while she doesn't, she's um, been around a little bit longer. And so her social media game isn't quite as high, but she's still a pretty big deal. And, you know, there was an Oscar winning movie about her life. So that was really, really cool. That was probably the first time that I was like, uh, oh, my, like very, very starstruck with my own guests. So that was neat. Got it. Um, yeah, because we we had so I know that uh, Travis is has spoken with a number of people that are, you know, in some cases, household names. And, and last night for us, we had a guest that was pretty big and it was just like, like, like feeling kind of nerd, like it's weird, right? Like to kind of like take this thing from your bedroom up to something a little bit bigger. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. it, Travis, what's been like the experience that's been the craziest for you? I think, uh, the experience of what you were just speaking on, there was, um, you know, I I've been doing podcasting for probably about I don't know about six or seven years with multiple formats, and you know, you as I would put one up, and you know, a lot of times I'd have a partner, and trying to just the availability sometimes was hard to nail down. So as I would kind of lose the ability to do a podcast when I really needed to be able to do one because I you know I'm so busy seasonally. I uh, I figured out I could just do podcasts, you know, if I can get it going by myself, but I still need somebody to interview and stuff. So I started working over at George's Majestic Lounge and doing marketing and getting the chance to interview people. And it was kind of my uh, one of the first times to really interview bands and artists under the platform of such an established uh, place. So I was super nervous, but I was talking to Brian, the owner, and I was like, hey, maybe we can help get some people that's going to play here, you know. And he reached out and had like Marty Stewart and like Delbert McClinton and 
Victor Wooten was like the first guest on there, like like the greatest bass player of all time. So getting to talk to those people, but the going through the preparation of uh, what do I ask this iconic Grammy award winning musician questions in the next 15 to 20 minutes, because as you're asking, as you are interviewing somebody that is a uh, like, say, Marty Stewart, you have to talk to, you know, like a publicist and they're going to let you know how much time you got and you got to nail it like in 15 minutes or so. And so you got to have something together, but you know, you got to tell a story. You got to kind of talk, you know, build a story about him coming to the show or coming to your area, but also, you know, make it interesting for the listener, but framing those different artists and getting the opportunity to talk to those through the George's live podcast has been probably the craziest thing. That's one of the craziest things that I maybe ever, ever done. It's just nuts the people I get to talk to on there. Yeah. No, for sure. Um, hi, Brian, who just hopped on. Uh, okay, you guys, Brian Fitton, you're now the 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 other co-host while I work on this audio problem. <laughs> <laughs> Can do. Yeah, I think we got a lot of feedback coming through, and that's okay. Dude. Running live, I'll just tell you. I mean, we we have done this, and it every single time there is an issue. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter how much prep you have. So kudos to you, Daniel. Seriously, uh, thanks for doing this. And uh, obviously, this is a very hard task to uh, to manage multiple streams coming in on top of uh, audio issues and audio looping and that type of stuff. So, uh, yeah, man, um, I'm very. Uh, very excited, obviously, for the Voice Press. You guys have done some great things and promoting podcasts and promoting some great, great podcasts that have been out there. And um, we're excited to be a part of it, obviously, and excited that Daniel is, is uh, specifically Daniel, is kind of working, you know, to, to really help the community of podcasting. I think it's been awesome. And so um, I think for us, you know, when it comes to, I mean, I don't know a whole lot about Carter's podcast, uh, but Carter... If you want to uh, talk to us, kind of tell us a little bit about specifically, you know, kind of some of those big names that have come through your podcast or maybe even a memorable moment that you've had, uh, you know, interviewing somebody or kind of a special moment. Tell us about that. Yeah, uh, two things kind of came to mind whenever whenever you guys started talking about this subject. And the first one, honestly, is uh, recently uh, Omer and I both had kind of personal professional changes in our life and they happened at different times. And so we've been co-hosting this for quite a while and, and we both lived and met in New York city. Um, and, uh, kind of started the podcast there and he moved to Los Angeles and we were like, okay, well, I guess we're going to do this thing cross country now, uh, and try to, uh, you know, try to make that work and, and, uh, did that for a while. And, Things just happen to line up uh, for me as well, and obviously I'm in Los Angeles now, so that's kind of crazy to think about. That happened about six months ago. Um, as far as people, uh, that <laughs> I guess the I guess this is more of a coincidence thing, but we had uh, we had just happened to have a discussion, an episode on the movie um, American Graffiti, which is George Lucas's second feature film, but it's one of his biggest before uh, Star Wars. Um, that's what kind of got him known in the Hollywood area before he could fund star Wars. But, um, I want to say two or three days after we released that episode in my day job, I happened to help Richard Dreyfus. Um, 
And somehow we got into the conversation and we talked about that episode uh, and we talked about American Graffiti, um, which is kind of crazy. It's kind of an iconic actor. Um, I'm sure O has a billion more. You know, the the podcast has gone through, you know, several different um, transformations, but um, there's been times we've been able to kind of reach out to our community and, you know, help judge uh, uh, like a a high school film festival. Um, I don't know. There's been some really cool moments. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's huge too. That's uh that's pretty big. Well, I'll uh I'm gonna ask Lauren Lewis of the Go Rogue podcast, the do marketing differently. So who is a big or a special guest that uh that we've had on that is more memorable for you? Um memorable for me. <laughs> yeah. Um I know one of our favorites that we really enjoyed was Hi Lauren. Was it me? Hey, Daniel. No. <laughs> it wasn't. Uh, um, was getting a chance to um, chat with John Allen from Onyx. Um, I think we really enjoyed um, just getting to be there on, on site. And it's something we love Onyx. And so I think it was kind of a piece of home almost a little bit for us so to be able to talk with him and kind of get his founder story. And we do have founder series on our podcast where we um, interview local business owners or not so local business owners and kind of get their story of um, how they started, but then also what makes them different. Um, And so it was really cool to talk with John. Um, Funny story that I think is also interesting is we, um, when we were starting our founder series, actually our very first one, we were reaching out to different businesses and um, it's always fun hunting down different people to come onto your podcast. And we had reached out to someone um, on the marketing team for Tacos for Life. And we thought it'd be really fun just to get, you know, someone from there to talk about the marketing that they do. And they were like, oh yeah, here's my manager. Um, He'll talk to you. It'll be great. So we like lined everything up and I was prepping. I was emailing back and forth with this manager and I'm not like, I mean, it was like a day before, maybe hours before our interview. We realized we had been talking with the owner of Tacos for Life the entire time um, and that we'd actually got him on the podcast. And so he was like, oh, yeah, I'm fine being called a manager. And he was just a down to earth dude. But it was awesome for our founders series to launch it off with actually the owner of Tacos for Life. So that's always a fun one. Yeah, that was uh, definitely an interesting experience <laughs> to find out like after like three or four emails, you're like, oh, yeah, this is a guy who owns and founded and has traveled you know, internationally to help you know, thousands of children be fed every yes. single day because of this organization, which was really, really cool. So um, I agree. I, I'm going to say so one of my special moments has been uh, and Lauren knows where I'm going with this. Uh, anybody in the marketing world would know Pat Flynn of the smart passive income podcast. He's like known for podcasting, known for like marketing in general and digital marketing. And so, um, anyway, he's, he's an amazing dude. And I was able to interview him when I was in Orlando. Um, and so it was just a really cool experience with him, super down to earth guy. And I've supported a lot of his projects. So SwitchPod is one of the, uh, the, uh, kickstarters that he ran with him and Caleb Wojcik. And so that was a, that was a memorable experience for me. So, but, uh, so I'm going to pass it over to Aaron. Aaron, has there been a time on the look what I did podcast? So talk to us about maybe that first, uh, guest that you had that was just kind of really cool for you. And you're like, dude, this is, this is amazing. Like now we've kind of feel like we're, we're stepped up a level. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You mean other, 
night with everyone that's on currently. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, you know, this is this is probably the hardest question that I've been asked. I've had friends ask this question and I can't it's trying to sort of like pick your favorite child kind of a thing, very similar to that. Um, I think that, man, I, I can't. I think we've had some people on the show like Sunshine, and I think that's probably one of Daniel's answers. You know, like they got very real with us about certain things. Um, Keely Wake and Olivia Trimble spoke about, you know, uh, the imposter syndrome. And that one, really, at that point, we'd only done a few episodes at that moment, at that time, with recording with them. And we were recording once a week um, for a while. That's the one that brought everything and took it down from, like, these people that you think are huge, like, creators. And they are, and they do wonderful things. But it gives a more human side. And I think that, for me, really sort of, and it broke... I don't want to say it broke me down, but it kind of tore down my thoughts on like how I see myself. And it helps and helped me in some of the ways that maybe I would approach something else. Um, it, I can't name a single person because it's, it's too hard. But I, I will say that I've seen a lot of generous and very giving people in the, in the, in the two years that we've been doing this that have given their time sort of an insight and a very personal look into their, into themselves, you know, for us. And then sharing that with everyone that listens, you know, to us on a, a biweekly basis. Um, it's, it's quite an honor. And I hope that we do those artists and creators and dif- it, I can't define it with just that a justice, you know, and being able to let them just be personal and be who they are. So I don't Absolutely. know if that answered it, but yeah. You know, yeah, no, that was great. Yeah. That was great. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, and I, that's the one thing I love about your podcast is you guys really do kind of get to a deeper level with people. And, and I, I've noticed that with, you know, producing podcasts over several years, a lot of times you don't really get into that until you uh, get, you know, halfway through an interview and then people kind of let their guard down a little bit more. And you guys tend to have that to where it, it almost kind of starts off like that. And you guys kind of start to get deep, uh, you know, right up, right up front, which is awesome. So um, kudos to you guys for that. Uh, so, hey, Travis, I'm going to ask you this question. What, uh, what has been one of the hardest things about doing a podcast? So I didn't know, personally, I didn't know you did the Georges podcast. Um, that's pretty awesome. I've seen it pop up, and I, I apologize. I haven't listened to it yet, but I know that you guys have a lot of good content on there. Um, but what's kind of one of been the hardest things about doing a podcast, specifically, you know, with bands in general, like bigger name acts and different things like that, or even just your, your personal podcast, what's been one of the biggest challenges? Um, I think honestly, it's been, um, really getting something together. Sometimes you might not know that you have an interview until say 15 or 20 minutes before you do it. So I have to, you know, you got to get on, like Wikipedia and stuff like that. But you also, you got to get on like, uh, you got to really research the internet to try and find, um, I got to try and find where, uh, like a good story is, but then 
I don't know. You got to make an interesting conversation. You never know what you're going to get. It's so some people are like interested and they're really good talkers. And some people are just, you know, not every like artist wants to be doing interviews and stuff like that. So sometimes I might be in that type of situation. So I want to be like down to earth and cool. So they they're not in a weird situation, but like kind of one of the weird kind of difficult things has been trying to get my, um, just getting all the gear together and figuring out how everything works, but then troubleshooting and what works in different types of situations um, and how to really be able to edit podcasts quickly and flip them and have them up like fast, like maybe hopefully within 20 or 30 minutes after they're done and recorded. So being able to do that, at such high volumes and stuff like that like it's been something that i've had to like get used to doing so now it's not that big of a deal to me to have to edit and stuff like that before i was before i was like i had no idea really what i was doing i was like oh this is horrible but now i'm like i kind of get to a spot where i feel comfortable a lot faster yeah yeah absolutely and that's a quick turnaround too and if you do everything correct up front obviously in in actually recording it we've learned even with ourselves it's like make it as perfect as you can ahead of time so that way in post-production you don't have to worry about that so a lot of people do think it's like super easy to run a podcast and super easy to deal with all the technical stuff right it is not yeah carter shaking his head it is not easy and obviously poor daniel he's experiencing some of this too tonight with the the technical sides He's like, yeah, um, because there's always something that that messes up or goes wrong or you have a track that's not going through or something like that. But um, so, Carter, I'll pass it over to you. So what's kind of been a, a big challenge that you've encountered whenever recording a podcast or just in general? Yeah, uh, uh, great question. Um, you know, I, I think we've all mentioned and we probably all experienced scheduling things or, um, you know, just like what we're trying to troubleshoot now, like audio issues and you having a great time and being like, Oh no, like I didn't capture the moment. And you kind of learn over time to always be recording and always double and triple checking and having backups of things. Um, I don't know. I think, I think, uh, you know, there's times that like, I don't know, co-hosts kids are sick or like, or, or I can't do something because of a professional engagement, but sometimes it's like, keeping that drive to keep things going. I think what, and what really helps with that is, is your listeners um, knowing that there's people out there that are being engaged and enjoying what you're putting out there. We're really appreciative for um, people that listen, people that comment on, on social media and follow us on Patreon, that, that kind of stuff that always keeps the fire burning. Even if we're making not a lot of money or, or little to no money, that kind of stuff. Like it's not about money. It's about, it's about, um, I don't know. It's about the engagement. It's about informing and entertaining as they say. Absolutely. That is one of our taglines to serve first, give value, build your brand. Because if you keep in mind your audience, if you keep in mind the people that you're serving, if you keep in mind those people that you're, you know, really, if one person was out there listening to your podcast, you keep them in mind. A lot of times that will help you stay consistent and staying consistent. I think for us has been one of the hardest challenges is just constantly making sure that we're, we're, we are every single week we're on time. We're showing up for those people who are engaging with us every single week. I think that's, that's uh that's good. That's good. Carter. All right. Miss Alex Fitton. How about you? What's been one of the biggest challenges you've seen with, uh, with creating this podcast and keeping it going? 
So I'll shift a little bit. Um, I know you guys have been talking a lot about like just technical side of things or just production side of things. And thankfully I have a really amazing editor and production company that I work with. So that is not something that I generally have to deal with. So I'll go more on the interpersonal side. I think that since my, my podcast is an interview style podcast, uh, I usually go into it um, wanting a really specific topic to come out on the other end. And so when you're working with people who, you know, people like to talk about themselves and that's great. That's why I'm having them on the show. But if I'm trying to steer the conversation to one topic, uh, it's, it can be kind of a struggle when people try to skirt around it or they don't answer your questions directly and just trying to keep them on topic and, um, and try to have the outcome that I feel like my listeners want to hear. Uh, that can be, that can be a big challenge sometimes. Yeah. Oh Yeah. Yeah, we've had uh, Daniel Quinn on our show, and he just went off, rambled and rambled. Rambled. Just <laughs> didn't pay attention to the questions we sent him. I mean, it was, you know, I'm surprised that the the, uh, the actual episode got published, but anyway. Well, um, <laughs> uh, speaking of Daniel, so he actually has helped with editing my podcast, and sometimes when I send the email, uh, the form submission, I just have to be like, I'm so sorry because <laughs> of what I just talked about. And I'm just like, cut it all out, like this entire chunk and whatever. So it is really great to work with people who can understand you and your desired topic and be able to cut out what doesn't fit that. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, Lauren. So, um, the do marketing differently podcast, what's one of the biggest challenges we've seen? My goodness. Uh, it's it's better to ask, like, what isn't really challenging? Um, you mean keeping your podcast? co-host in line, making sure he follows <laughs> yeah, ask the questions? Yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think we talk a lot about podcasting in the sense that it's about the long game. And um, I think for us sometimes mm. um, figuring out um, – not getting discouraged. Um, you know, it takes a while to find that audience. Um, as well as when you're experimenting, it's not all going to go well. Um, we've tried a lot of different types of episodes and some of them are really tanked. Um, and so it can be kind of discouraging, but I think to keep going, to have that consistency, to keep pushing forward, as well as to keep really researching and finding out what your audience is really interested because it's so easy when you're recording a podcast to do all the things you're interested in. And you'll quickly find that a lot of times your audience doesn't care so much about your personal interests as much as they want to just continue coming out. I mean, there's so many podcasts coming out. Um, really staying true to what your podcast is about is really important. And so I think that's something, you know, we talk about marketing, that's a huge arena. And so there's so many things that we can talk about, but when we stay true to doing things differently and we, we call our four pillars, which is our four areas of focus, and we stay too, true to those, we see a lot more success. But I think a lot of it has to be the consistency aspect is really hard um, and just keep pushing even when it gets hard and you don't want to record or you don't want to batch record particularly, um, to keep pushing. Yes. When you don't want to batch record, <laughs> batch recording. I'm going to say, so we'll move into this, uh, and I'll pass it off, uh, here whenever Daniel gets back, but batch recording, uh, if there's anybody who's out there looking to do a podcast, I would, I would highly encourage it. I am a proponent of, you know, everyone should have a podcast around a passion project or, or just even for your business. And so, um, so I want to I want to ask uh, Aaron why 
I'm going to tee up Aaron here. Get ready to go, Aaron. But why did you guys start this? Why, what was the purpose of you doing the Look What I Did podcast? Um, what was kind of your passion behind doing this project? Well, I think for Daniel and I, for starters, we had gotten together on Monday nights as like a cigar night or a mandate Monday is what we call it. And we thought, well, we're all really funny, you know. And so we recorded some of our conversations on a little, it was like a Zoom recorder, stereo recorder in the middle of the table. You know, it was really funny to us, maybe the four or five or six of us that were there and sometimes not even them. And then it's like, well, we should turn this into a thing because uh, it's some of Daniel's lines, but it's like some of the things that we do outside of our day jobs and, you know, different things that we're working on or doing, you know, building, making, creating, tinkering with, restoring, whatever. Um and he and I are about the only people that would be interested in that, you know, up to a certain point anyway. You know, we may have four or five people that'd be like, oh, yeah, what are you working on now? And it'd be like, well, you know, we're ahead of our projects, so we can't really talk about it. But then, you know, getting the idea to speak to other people that are doing creative things and not just narrowing it down to one particular type of uh thing that someone's working on so that way it could be it could be changing all the time it's not the same you know even though we've spoken to you know a couple of different types of woodworkers it's not the same exact thing you know and we've uh we've talked to a chemist you know we've spoken with a man who's been doing art and doing like illegal art on trains for 50 plus years um it's it's anyone that is a creator and so with that, we thought it was interesting. We thought our friends would too. So why not just kind of throw it out there for a lot of other people to, you know, to sort of spread the word. Um, we're we're fortunate, fortunate enough now that we've spoken with, in the area that we live in here, it's Northwest Arkansas, that there are, I mean, loads and loads of creators and people that are creative, you know, and it, it's not just like building things with their hands, you know, we've uh, musicians, bands, uh, you know, like I said, woodworkers, people that uh, were on like a a blacksmith that was on the History Channel's Forged in Fire that won. And this guy's in our backyard. Daniel's known him. So it works out. Most of these people, it's just a degree or two of separation between us and them. And they're right here in our back pocket the whole time. And it's amazing. And I'm sure that Travis has spoken with people that are right here. And so have you guys with the, with the Go Rogue podcast and Alex you know, and, uh, you know, Carter, you know, working where, you know, he did and was able to, to like run into Richard Dreyfus just within days of that episode, yeah. you know, and Lauren, not to leave you out, but, <laughs> you know, it's like she's a part of your thing, too, you know, but it's like if you sort of open your eyes, there's a whole lot around you. Um, and it was just that to sort of make people think differently. Um yeah. And that's sort of where we also got the name of the podcast is, you know, I don't know how many text messages Daniel and I have shared between ourselves of like, hey, look, look what I did. You know, and it could either be a good thing or it could be a bad thing. But most of the time, it's something you're proud of. And I think that's hopefully what people get. And it's not just, ta-da, you know, but it's the bigger picture of I'm doing this thing. You know, it may not always be easy. You may not always feel great about yourself you know, why you do it, why you struggle with those things that we talked about earlier as well, but you're doing the thing. And I think that's been a common thread through all of it is that, and that's why, and it's, it's been great. It's been wonderful. And I could just say, yay, 
all night long about it, but it has truly been an experience that I hope to continue to do and never forget, you know, or take for granted. Absolutely. For sure. So let me, uh, I'll ask Alex here. So the passion behind the Adoptive Mom podcast, um, tell us a little bit about that and why you started that. Sure. So I, I think that um, one thing I learned really early on in our adoption process was that people say things like adoption is really hard. And before you, um, before you get into it, you really can't know what that means um, or prepare yourself and you can read all yeah. the books and take all the classes. And, uh, before you get into it, it just, you can't prepare yourself to even understand the magnitude wow. of what you're walking into. And I so I think that having experienced that myself and I was in a place where I was thinking I was not in any position to be teaching anyone, anything about what I was going through because I was still in it. And I still am, if I'm honest, um, but I think that that's where that, the idea for the podcast came from, which is like, what if we all just sit in this together and nobody's teaching us anything? Nobody's, um, no one's telling us like, this is the exact point when everything will get better. Uh, if we can just all support each other in this place and say like, Hey, we're not talking about how you can be a better parent. We're just talking about you and how you feel and where you're at and what you need, because nobody's talking about that for adoptive moms. Nobody was being honest and saying like, here it's hard. And here's why you might not love your kid the way that you love your other kids immediately. And that's okay because nobody was saying things like that because that's hard to hear. Um, and so I just really felt like it was being put on my heart that like, Hey, Alex, you're going to say those things. Um, so that's how the adoptive mom podcast started. And I really try to keep it, um, keep it there. And sure. We might have episodes every once in a while that might be, um, centered around understanding our kids better, but we, I always try to pull it right back to, and how does that make us as adoptive moms better? Um, but also just highlighting other, other women in this adoption triad. You know, I've interviewed birth moms and um, and kids who have been, you know, adults who were adopted as kids and just all different kinds of characters in the adoption uh, triad or in the adoption world. And so it's been really special to be able to highlight those things. But I did want to say something. So I love what you said about saying uh, it was Lauren who said to me about kind of staying in your lane and, and staying true to what your listeners want to hear. Um, and that's really hard for me because I think that, you know, I'm, I really enjoy entertainment and pop culture and doing really fun things. And every time I try to steer my podcast in that direction, it never works out. My listeners are like, no, no, go back to like what you started with. And, and, and that's, that's hard, but I think that it's true. Like remembering what your audience wants to hear and making sure that you are providing that at all costs almost, because if you're doing the go rogue model of, of providing value and, continuing to do that, then, um, I don't know, that kind of has to be the purpose of what you do. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't, I, I'm trying to like figure out how to wrap that all in a neat little bow. I just like everything that everyone has said tonight. And I think that that's the beauty of the voice press is that we can all come together and give each other advice and get ideas from each other. And it's not a competition because we all have very different, you know, fields that we are working in, but it's just really cool to have such a supportive community. So thank you, Daniel, for providing that and Aaron, you as well. Yeah, for sure. I can answer the question now, Brian. Uh, <laughs> thanks for taking over the show and running it for <laughs> I know how that's, it is. That's why man. I have to have a co-host. It's like, I can't fly by myself. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, Aaron, Aaron's my answer is 
extremely similar, I think, um, in like the impetus for the show. But, you know, even on your show, I said for me, um, I like the spotlight. I like entertaining people. I like theater and playing in bands and that kind of stuff. And I got in a point in life where I didn't have a stage anymore and I didn't have the time to do a band or make movies or any of the things I tried to do previously. And so it was super easy to set up a microphone and just record something I thought, um, and should only take like an hour a week, right? Like that should be my total investment of time. And, uh, I was wildly, wildly, wildly wrong. Um, but I've loved every minute of it, you know, and it's something I'm super passionate about. And for me, it was important to pick. It was a business decision. I talk about that on that episode with you. Like I, I intend this to be something um, lasting, right? And, uh, but I also wanted it to be something that I was passionate about, right? Like I would never be a bass player in a jazz band because I'm not super passionate about jazz and I don't understand it, but like put me in an indie band and I, I'm theirs. And I knew I needed that genre that fit me. Um, and And this was the one. I love making stuff. I love what it takes to be creative and I wish I was more creative myself, right? And so it was just a chance to like, learn at the feet of masters. Um, and, and it was a cheap excuse to get in front of people that I don't think otherwise I could knock on their door and be like, Hey, will you just talk to me for an hour about like everything, you know, (laughs) you know? And so, um, that's where it came from. It was just, I really love learning and I made a show that I wanted to listen to. Um, yeah, I mean, it, this is something I, I would listen to if I wasn't on it. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I think it's, I think it's an awesome show and appreciate what you guys have done. Um, I'm just going to keep rolling here, Daniel. Is that all right? Yeah. And yeah. I'll you're pass it back you're to killing you it after we go through and I'll do uh, closing credits. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so I want I did want to ask Travis the same question. So I think it's super cool what he's doing and especially being able to talk with do you know, different musicians and people who are traveling, but then also, um, you know, local bands. So I, I've been a part of just different music videos and stuff like that of working with those types of people. And I will tell you, I mean, it is a very cool experience. So I can't imagine what it's like, you know, every week to kind of go through and interview different people, but then also, you know, in the music space. So Travis, what, what has kind of been your passion with starting, you know, the Georges, uh, podcast, but then also, um, the beats podcast. Um, well for me, uh, can you guys hear me? Okay. Okay, sweet. I tried to do something to troubleshoot your problem with you, Daniel. I don't know if it worked, but I was trying. But uh, uh, for me, it's been um, the uh, the thing I've really got that's been um, really rewarding that I wanted to do that that outside of the Georgia's Live podcast because you know that's it's you know it's a passion project for sure but it's also part of my job and i wanted something on the beats by travis where i could talk to all my musician friends i could talk to anybody that works in the hospitality field i've got a friend that i'm about to re- start doing a part where we talk about random bugs cuz he's like an entomologist and come in and be like <laughs> bugging out like an episode of like what's going on with this uh murder uh, murder hornets, yeah. murder hornets and stuff. <laughs> so, like, I want to get like an expert on, and I want to do like funny stuff like that because for what I do, I work in so many different fields that I have such a wide variety of friends. I was a bartender for ten years, so I have like a wide variety of people to pick from. And for me, though, I have a hard time 
finding people that can do a podcast like just at the drop of a hat, like jump on a Zoom call and just go because, you know, it's a trying to balance the two sometimes is really tough time wise because there's different types of people that you will have that are available at different times of the day. So it's kind of tough to uh, to uh, kind of balance. What was the question? <laughs> what was that? What was the passion? Question? Sorry, passion behind yeah. it. You were talking about that, yeah. yeah Unintentionally, yeah. you it, were answering the question. Circled back. Yeah. We're all used to asking the questions, not answering yes. them. We're like, wait, what? What am I well, supposed for to me, do right now? Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, in a nutshell, I've always played music. And that's always been like my background and everything. But I like sharing information, and because because in the music industry, there's not a lot of people that are like book a tour. How do you put an electronic press kit together? But what is an electronic press kit? Like I'm about to drop something talking about uh, like websites and why they're important. Like mm. they're important for you to have your platform for yourself to have your own voice. You know, you don't have to have a podcast, but you can have a website and you can put whatever you want on it. So just like little things like that and sharing it, like it's a nice way for me to have an outlet to put it out. But uh, does just let me ask real fast, just anybody, do you guys ever feel like it's hard to sometimes to like put it out whenever you do are putting out information and it's just you after you like upload it, you're just like, it's like such a, it's, it's a weird, strange feeling to put it up. It's, it's a tough thing to get used to. Yeah. I used, yeah. Go ahead. Daniel. No, no, no. Go ahead. I mean, I used to, uh, the show for some reason I booked it to like upload at two 30 in the morning on Monday mornings. And I would wake up like <laughs> clockwork at like two 45, <laughs> like with no alarm or anything. You just wake up cause you're like stressed out. Like did it download? Is it there? Um, you know, whatever. And like, listen to it again to make sure it's coming through. Okay. Uh, and then you're like checking downloads every 12 seconds the entire day practically you know i got yeah. to two right like um, one two yeah <laughs> me and daniel both yeah and so uh <laughs> yeah i mean i would stress out about it i think i've i stress out about it less um in that sense right like you become familiar with that and now it's like um aaron and i were talking about it like the audio yesterday isn't great and we spent a lot of time and money like getting the audio of the show really up there but now we're newbies again in another way of doing podcasts that we've never done and it's weird and humbling to like come back to that and like oh man like you know legitimately right now i feel like i fell on my face right like but it's also that like learning experience and like getting back up and just have to do it again and brush it off but you are like a little embarrassed right or whatever those things are and i think that's part of that learning curve um so yeah i mean every time i do something new um, or if like a show that I really think is going to do like gangbusters goes out, it's always nerve wracking. And then it's worse when it's like, well, I didn't do what I thought it was going to do at all. But then mm-hmm. you get the pleasant surprises where it's like, what just happened? How did we get like that many downloads in one hour? I was sitting literally one time getting ready for work and I'm talking to Aaron. And I'm like, it's just going up like 50 at a time, you know, in like 20 mm-hmm. minutes. It was just like, boo, do, 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 do. And it was like, what just happened? Um, yeah. so you, for every time where it's like, why am I doing this? Like, this isn't turning out the way I thought it was going to. There's eventually a moment where it's like, dude, that's totally why I'm doing it. 
you know, and I just have yeah. to keep that in mind. Yeah. That, I wandered around your question, but started at the right spot. <laughs> well, I think Lauren and I have talked about this too. It's like the podcast episodes that we don't think are going to do very well are the ones that always like skyrocket. And then the ones we're like, oh, this is game changing. Everybody's going to love this. It's like like the worst downloads ever. And we're like promoting it and getting it out there. Nobody cares. So yeah. it is just kind of learning your audience as well and just being consistent. Like I've done solo episodes myself and solo podcasts. And so Travis, I definitely can relate to that. I think it's, it is easier when you have a co-host cause you can kind of encourage yourselves, you know, each other back and forth. And so, um, but yeah, I, I feel that I feel that like sitting in your garage. I'm like sitting in my garage, the family's asleep, it's midnight, and I'm like, oh yeah, maybe I should talk about how you should promote the first time you go to a city you've never been to, and I'm like sitting, and then I, I say it, and then I'm like, okay, here we go. Like, but Absolutely. if I said, I knew if I took forever to chop it all up and set it exactly how I wanted to, I'd spend forever on it, and I could Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. I think we've all started our podcast like that. I still do that with like intros. It's where I'm not doing an interview or, you know, just talking live and I'm just doing like, Hey, this is going to be a 30 second intro. I'll do it like 10 times and still not be perfect. Oh, yeah. I hate it. So, much. Oh yeah. I've been there. Yeah. yeah. So Carter, let's, I want to hear specifically two from you. So I'm going to round up my questions and we'll finish out, <laughs> but Carter, I want to know what, what was the passion behind it? Because I know with Alex, like she loves pop culture. And so I, I, that I've just seen like her passion. She wants to have a pop culture podcast so badly. And I'm like, pump the brakes. Like we got to keep, keep the one going, but definitely I think it's, it's one of those things that if you enjoy it and I, I envy you because it's, it's obviously a passion project that seems like a lot of fun to you. Um, so why did you guys start that? Yeah, uh, that's, I mean, it's a, it's, it's a great question. It's, it's, uh, it's also like a very, there's a lot out there as far as, as far as competition goes, not really competition, but there's a lot to listen to if you want to listen to pop culture stuff. Um, and this, this podcast, the, the original iteration of it actually started before me. Omer had a different co-host. Uh, the podcast was called something else. Uh, and he had worked on it for about a year or so. Uh, and that, that co-host was, was ready to, to hang up his hat and move on. And I was invited on as a guest for a podcast episode just cause I had met him, um, through, through work and, and, uh, we came on and, and it was, uh, for an episode on 2001, a space odyssey. That's actually what this poster is right here. Um, and I was invited on cause I, you know, he, they knew that I was a big fan of that movie and we ended up sitting for what was supposed to be a, you know, 45 minute episode on, on the movie. We sat for like two and a half hours and just got into it and realized how much fun it was. And I was asked back several times more and just, it, it eventually morphed into, Oh, I, I think, like this is the team that I want to be on, and uh, you know we had started in New York City. I was working in theater in New York City, and O is a screenwriter, so he was still writing from New York City. Um, and we were continuing to do the show and having fun and kind of learning as we were going. Obviously, I- I'll say uh, when he started, he doesn't really have any kind of audio or production background as far as that goes. So whenever I joined on, um, I was able to bring the producing side of it to it. So, uh, I, I produce and edit all of our podcasts and I'm able to bring that, that to it as well. Um, and what's great is that we're able to play to our strengths. So he has the, the writing and the, and the kind of programming, um, uh, expertise under his belt. And I've got uh, a lot of other things, but as far as the passion goes, I mean, we're, we're both, we kind of see this as like, as we're working 
and trying to do more in the industry. Now, obviously, we're we're more in film because we're in Los Angeles. But as we navigate our well our way through making careers in the film industry, um, I don't know. It's it's almost like we're doing our own film school, uh, and and uh, kind of teaching ourselves, and then just sharing that with our audiences. Um, it's been really good for me because again, my my background really was theater. That's why I moved to New York. And then just the more that I worked in New York, I was like, I feel like something is drawing me to to do to do film, and that's obviously that's that that's how it turned out. But mm-hmm. um, O is I, I mean, and maybe I'm being too humble, but I've I've always seen O as the 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 master of of he is just a giant nerd of, of a film, but <laughs> but I'm getting there, I'm getting there. Um, but yeah, I guess that's that's kind of what has driven us this whole time. Oh, obviously, I know we've all said it, but it's really nice to have a teammate and to have somebody who can hold you accountable. Um, uh, and there's, I was something I was going to say as well is there's nothing like waking up in the morning and realizing you have to get to work in like an hour, but, uh, and what's interesting about pop culture is because if something happens in the news or some actor, like for example, we did a, uh, an episode on the exorcist, uh, as part of the mm-hmm. series that we're in right now. And, uh, one of the main actors passed away days before we released wow. and we had to wow. kind of, I had to be like, all right, I'm going to hop on the mic real quick and re-record some things and. Um, so it's really interesting because of the, the subject matter to have to reformulate or, or redo things if something happens in the zeitgeist. Um, yeah. So I have a funny story about about Action Orson real quick, just because I think it's hilarious. So everybody else, like I knew or had like run into or encountered right in it, like your local, and so there was some connection. And when I reached out to Carter over the first time, I was like maybe I can get these like super famous podcast guys on my like network mm-hmm. like because there's sort of a connection. And so I'm like texting Carter like, so I'm just this guy. But like, I, it's funny how like, uh, it, I just thought I would share with you like how like intimidated I was to reach out and be like, so I've got this idea. <laughs> like, yeah. A, um, cause your guys show is amazing. And like when I heard it and every show on here is amazing, but you know, like, uh, it's a, I think it's a little bit different when you know the guys in the band, right? Like, um, you kind of know how yeah. it's put together. And so you were the band that we didn't know, right? And it was like, man, th- like, it's a really, really, really great show, and it's really well produced. Um, but I've loved having you as part of the network. It's been it's been awesome. You yeah, I mean, out such a I really show, enjoyed but... just having this talk. I mean, it's been weird because yeah. we haven't really had that in that connection. I'm, I'm excited. I'm so glad to hear every, every, what everybody has to say. Yeah. Because um, it only want, makes me to be like, hey – how do you guys do this? You know, there's, there's things <laughs> that we're still learning, you know, obviously we have certain strengths, but there's other things that we are, you know, we're not strong at. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I just had to give my fanboy moment. I was like, they're talking to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, no. So anyway, I was just on that end. Brian, continue with your show. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to thank you all for uh, joining us tonight. Uh, this is, uh, it's been great. Oh, man. So great so. Hey, Brian, <laughs> what you should do is finish the show by asking Aaron to finish a sentence <laughs> and you just, you just start this. Do you know the sentence? I don't know the sentence. Oh. This is so terrible. I'm so Does terrible. anybody know the sentence? Aaron. Well, you know okay. the sentence? All right. Well, that's awkward. Let's not, okay. <laughs> so Aaron, I'm going to ask you I'm, on this, I'm on not, this, fifth, this well, 50th show. What? I, I, I'm not finished. Oh, <laughs> finished. oh. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I've got. Train I just got keeps it rolling. What you locked up? A- Aaron has something to say. Well, Aaron, yeah. My I answer mean, I is I. Gotta, 
Yeah. <laughs> well, bye. <laughs> no. Um, I, I don't know if I, I don't think I've ever been able to, to tell anyone this. And now that we're all kind of together, um, I'll do it. And it's not like a, a major thing here, but I just kind of want to give a piece. And this is something I, I feel like that would follow with our show, you know, is that like Travis, I appreciate your show uh, beats by you. Because, like, I, <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean. The beats by Travis. I don't. I mean, it is weird. Imagine being me and saying it's weird to say me. your name, right? If you're not right. used to it. Um, but I, I, I've been listening to your show, and I feel that it's it's some of the most real talk between like people you know, and sort of getting an inside scoop to them. You know that I don't think that other people that may like them would ever get you know, and the same thing. And that may be your, some of the purpose of your show, but it's all also, you know, one of those things where it's like, I'm just talking to my friends or people I've met that become friends on this common thing of music. You know, I appreciate the inside of that. So I, I really appreciate your show. And I've listened to it more lately and sort of been prepped for this, but it's been in the back and listening to on occasion. Um, but it's a thing I've always thought. Um, Thank like, you. I appreciate that. It's a, it's that's good. what I'm striving. That's what I'm striving for. But, but I wasn't. Well, I wasn't thinking of that in mind. But like to me, that's what it was. And ha I've had different podcasts, but it's never really felt like that. And I was like, well, the only way that it's gonna feel like that is if I make it feel like that. So that I've yeah. just made myself kind of, just kind of relax and just you know not be afraid to really dive in. Yeah. And luckily, everybody's been cool about everything I've ever asked, and I never yeah. really. I try to make it a conversation, of course, but I appreciate yeah. you saying that because yeah. that's that's really all it, I wanted it to really be. But I wanted it to be honest and real for sure. Yeah, it, it comes across as that. And I know some people have to go and I'll jump to Alex. So she, she's probably the next one to go. Um, and everyone's going to get a little moment here real quick. But Alex, the adoptive mom podcast, I'm not I don't I don't I've never adopted children. But when we went to the live show, Daniel and I. I like had to get up and walk out of the room and I pretended that I was, I was having some coughing issues, but your, your show really that night, really like, as I've been a single dad for a long time and I'm going to hold it together here, but it really, it really struck a chord inside me. And I've listened to some of your other episodes and the episode with Bobby Reeves, I've known him for a long time and that I had to like walk to my room, but I appreciate the human level of that, like making me be and realize that I'm doing something that's good. And that's oftentimes, and Daniel knows what I'm talking about. You question that a lot. And I appreciate your show for that. It's, it's amazing. It's really good. Um, I, anyway, um, thank you. Um, Brian and Lauren, you guys really make me think out of the box when I listen to your show. It's, it's good. It's fresh and it keeps, uh, it keeps you on your toes when you do listen to it. And I hope that people continue to do that, you know, as your show grows and maybe as their business and their show grows is to be able to, to hone that craft and to make it a little bit better and make it, you know, put a twist on it of their own. And, uh, you know, I appreciate you guys. I, I, I should be saying like boom roasted, but you know, on all of this, but, <laughs> but I appreciate you guys. Um, and Carter, I wish that Omar were there because I just want to hear him say my homeboy, Brian Dotson once, you know, because it's it's hilarious, but the his homie laugh Brian is super Dotson, genuine. Yeah. <laughs> My homie, yeah, homie Brian Dotson. I do listen. 
But you guys have shown, I've told this to Daniel and Brian, and I've tried to get my son to listen on occasion. He does on occasion. But you guys and your perspective and your insight of these things really makes me sort of see some of these movies I've seen a lot. And I love films, you know, um, a whole lot. And you guys have made me sort of change my perspective on a few different things. And I appreciate that, too. You know, it's it's refreshing. It's great. Uh, it's it's a wonderful show that I hope you are able to keep on going with, you know. Um, thank you. And Daniel, <laughs> you know, there, there are times that he said that he there not be there. I can't say it, but he'd rather not. He can't see himself hosting the show without anyone else. And I, you know, it, we joke a lot, and I always like pull away, and he's doing all these things, and it's always like, uh, uh. But to be able to stay friends with Daniel for the the twenty three years, roughly, right, Daniel, that we've been friends. I hope I'm not on mute. Um, is you know. <laughs> There have been, there've been good. There there have been challenges and other things like that, but this show wouldn't be what it is without you as well. And I don't think I've ever said that. We always joke, and these things are really hard sometimes to talk about. But I think that it is what it is, and it's kind of a, a split things. And sometimes you know it's a this and it's a that as far as the stuff that goes. But I appreciate you and all the work that you do for this, and also bringing all this together as far as the uh, like the voice press goes. And I think that we're able to have these shows and people are finding them because of that. And I, pr- I appreciate you more so than that, but as a friend and a con- you know, like a confidant throughout the years. So I, I appreciate it. Thank everyone for being on tonight. Yeah. Thanks. Mute. Yeah. It's going to make for a weird Wait, segue to the funny part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Hey, thanks, Aaron. Appreciate yeah. that, man. I that appreciate awesome. you guys. I don't know if I'll ever get to say it, but I, I did. So, you did. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Thank you. That was good. That Thank was you. awesome. Thanks. Yeah. I didn't awesome. write it down, so, yeah. <laughs> now we need to do a, an actual yeah. in-person live show. And then Aaron... Right, can, no. As soon as COVID's over, please, please. So I've been, uh, I actually was working with Travis and another person he put me in contact with to try to start to kind of kick up like live shows in the area. So once COVID's over or whatever that looks like, right. Um, (laughs) that's one of, that is very high on the list. This was actually trying to take the place of a live show that we were working on putting together. Yeah. uh, Yeah. I, I think it'd be awesome to have everybody, um, Mm -hmm here for sure Carter, that's on your couch yep yep i've got i, I will show I, a, we'll, we'll share our couch. a spare room yeah yeah oh, that's right Daniel's it'll be like big it'll be like Jim. a labrador at the end of the bed kind of thing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> so all right aaron i'm gonna start a sentence and you finish it with whatever comes to mind uh, this is a first ever to be honest <laughs> i wish i could what? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. Um. This is hard. Um. Uh, the pressure's on. That's... You've asked it 52 times. <laughs> no, no, more than that because we have backlog. But uh, I, I think I, just for a moment. 
man, this is probably about as real as it'll get, but, um, this is a tough question. It really is. I wish I could go back to when my kids were like six and eight for just a day. That's it. Dang, it's good. It's good. Bomb podcast. Yeah, I know I mean, that's hard hitting, my, man. <laughs> my, that episode heavy. next year. Yeah, right. What a my pause. Right, my daughter is uh, <laughs> my daughter's nineteen and my son is seventeen, that's, so it's been a mess. Nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a good right. one. Yeah, that's a good one. Well, well, Alex is apparently having dinner, so she's, yeah. she's <laughs> brave in the COVID right there. <laughs> she does. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. What is you doing, baby? We live, baby. We live. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So um, it's probably really loud, but yes, I'm. I had to go rescue my parents from my children. Um, (laughs) It's good. And they had a drink waiting for me, so that is what I'm doing. Oh well, I mean, (laughs) fair enough. There we go. Uh, So I just want. I want to thank everybody. Yes. Uh, if this ends up being usable, I will totally send it out to you guys. We'll see what happens. Uh, we might do a different round some t- other time, some other way. Uh, and we all enjoy you know, the experience know, anyway. Yeah, yes, I mean, we yes. learned something, right? So, um, yeah. Thanks for and, this. And I know we've talked with, I think, everybody about coming on the show at some point as a guest. So I would like to do that over the rest of the year as well. But uh, yeah. thank you guys so much. And thank you. We'll. Let's stay in touch, please. Yeah, please. Carter, it was, nice. Group text. Yeah. it was nice to put a face to that sultry voice over there, buddy. It was uh, sultry. wow. <laughs> that's a, that's a, that's a, keep talking. <laughs> everybody just. No, but thank you, everybody. Thank you, Lauren, for making it. Thank you, Alex, for yes. fitting thank you, into Alex. a busy schedule. You, Appreciate it. See you guys. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Thanks. Look What I Did is produced by Aaron Dotson and Daniel Quinn. Sound designed by Daniel Quinn. Our digital director is Heather Kelly.